This is The Right Connection. This podcast is designed to help you choose the right words and stories in your business content to create authentic connections with prospects, clients, partners, and colleagues. Now the host of The Right Connection, Catherine Burroughs. Thanks, Carl. Thanks for the intro and thanks for being my guest today. Welcome to The Right Connection podcast. I am great, Catherine. Thank you so much for inviting me to be a guest today on your podcast. I'm excited to do this dive with you today. I am excited too. Um, We've had some great conversations as I've been working with you on my podcast for the last several months. We've definitely discovered some common ground and one of those things is content and stories. We approach content and stories in a bit of a different way but uh, we both have quite a passion for stories so I really want to dive into that a bit. Tell me how you use stories in your podcast content. Stories to me really what they do is they enhance the content. The content I find especially if it's very tech heavy If you're giving just a lot of information with either no background, no anecdotal support or story support, it's just, I find it very dry. So I find stories will support it. And stories, as we found out in your series, stories really help people put it into perspective for themselves. I can give you information. I can say, for example, here are five things you need to do for speaking and being a better speaker. But if I just give you those tips, you go, oh, okay, those are great tips. But if I give you examples, real life examples of how they've impacted myself or other clients, then you can relate to that somehow. And that's where I try to bring in stories all the time, if not with every point that I'm covering, at least with you know, at the beginning of each episode or somewhere through it. The other thing that really helps with stories, I find, is when you bring guests on, guests love to tell their story. And I could tell you my story right now if you wanted, because I think that would support this entire episode. But the story that the guest has tends to be a good lead into the episode itself. Not in this case, but it could be in this case. But it's definitely a great way to pique people's interest and have them listening and continuing to listen through the entire episode. Yeah, I mean, I think that would be great if you tell us the story about how you got into speaking and, uh, you know, lead us through to your journey to where you are right now with the podcast services. And, And then we can talk about my journey for launching and that'll be a nice segue. It's a very interesting story. A lot of people have already heard this. If you're hearing it for the first time, And Catherine, I'm sure you've heard it too, but I used to stutter when I was a kid. And my stutter was so bad, every second or third word, I could barely get it out. And my parents, God love them, they tried. They would say things like, Carl, stop and start again. And I would stop stuttering. I would try speaking again and I would stutter. And I would say, Carl, stop and start again. So I would, again, go through that process. Until I stopped speaking altogether, except for when I had to. And usually when I had to speak, it was in school. You probably had to do this, Catherine, stand up and read book reports out loud or something like that. Well, book reports aren't meant to be read out loud. Something I really remember is I remember getting a little bit of confidence or courage at some point to read something out loud. And my parents went to church every Sunday. I put my hand up and said, I want to read some scripture 
at the front of the church. It was something that we did every Sunday morning. And I was probably about 12 years old. It was just before I went into speech therapy. I remember doing that and standing at the front of the church and starting to read the scripture, which I had practiced many times, reading the scripture. And I start to stutter. And I'm so nervous. And I'm, again, I'm terrified. I'm embarrassed. I'm humiliated. And I can't seem to get out of the stutter. And all I remember is the minister coming and standing beside me, putting his hand on my shoulder and starting to read the verse with me. And that's the only way I could get through that scripture. Then I went into speech therapy and it was with speech therapy. I'm speeding things up a little bit, but speech therapy was a group of boys, all of us about the same age. We would meet every once a week at a speech therapist's clinic. And we all had various speech impediments. And I thought I had a bad stutter, but then I met a kid by the name of Ivan. And Ivan was, I'm five foot 11 and had been for probably since I was almost 12 or 13 years old. I grew very quickly. Anyways, Ivan was taller than I was. He probably was six foot three. It, it seems he was that huge, built like a football player, like a linebacker. And this tall kid was stuttered, but he would contort his whole face when he stuttered. So I thought my stutter was bad and I felt really sorry for Ivan. I always wondered what happened to him. I always wondered how he got through it or where he ended up in life because you know, there was a kid that really, as much as I wrestled with it, his wrestle was 10 times what mine was. Anyways, speech therapy, I spent two years there and I learned an extremely valuable tool. I still use to this very day. I pass it on to my clients, actually, my speaking clients and my podcast clients. It's very relevant to what we do in business, especially when it comes to speaking and presenting. And that nugget of information is, and I'm, and I'm sharing this today as part of the story is, the only person in control of your speaking is you. I'll say that again. The only person in control of your speaking is you. And when you understand that you have control of your speaking, meaning you have control of also your content, then that relieves a huge stress off your shoulders. You have control. Not the audience has control, but you have control. The other thing that to go along with that, and I learned this when I was in radio broadcasting school, and because that's where a stutterer should go, right? Radio broadcasting. <laughs> the other nugget that I learned from a mentor when I was vying to get my first job in radio was the audience doesn't know what you don't tell them. Because I was notorious for creating these little pieces I would talk about on the radio, and I felt I had to tell the audience the listening audience, absolutely everything. And he would say, no, the audience doesn't know what you don't tell them. Don't tell them everything. So if you combine those two nuggets together, the only person in control of your speaking is you. And the audience doesn't know what you don't tell them. Content creation becomes a little bit easier because now all of a sudden, if you miss something, it's a little less stressful. If the audience really needs to find it out, they can follow up with you after. I mean, we're in that type of a world where the audience isn't going to hate you if you don't give give them everything. As a matter of fact, don't give your audience everything. Leave them wanting more. Those are definitely some nuggets that I picked up over the last, hard to believe I'm going to say this, 35 years <laughs> of uh, you know overcoming stuttering and getting into broadcasting, but then also working on a business where I help people with podcasting and, and speaking. So you relate that to storytelling. People don't need to know the whole story. They need to know bits and pieces of it to support whatever content you're sharing with them, but they don't need to know everything. 
They don't need to know what color shirt you were wearing when this particular situation happened. They don't need to know that unless it's relevant to the story or relevant to the point that you're making. So those are some great nuggets that uh, that I'll share today. And that's the impact of not only content, but how a story with the right amount of information and content can really have amazing influence on how people are going to listen to your episodes or in your case, Catherine, because I knew, I know you do a lot of uh, written content, but how they're going to digest it and, and read it and keep interested in what you're presenting to them. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing your story, Carl. And um, those are some great points and I can see how they've played out in my own podcast journey. A couple of years ago, way before the whole COVID thing, my cousin was doing a podcast and she asked me a couple of times to be a guest on it. And I did do it, but it was very out of my comfort zone. And I have so much identity with the written word, like personal identity of who I am, um, that jumping into something that's similar, but so very different at the same time. And the spoken word was kind of a leap for me. And um, I mean, it helped that we had a conversation, she and I on this podcast, so I wasn't doing it by myself. But you know, it was kind of like we did a couple episodes, and then it sort of faded out. And you know, with COVID, we haven't been seeing each other and whatever. And then I ran into you and some of our networking circles. And um, joined your 60 Days to Launch program earlier this year in 2021. Met some amazing people in the group who are also launching or have already launched podcasts. And just hearing how they interacted with the spoken word as well as how you do, it's really changed how I feel about it. And like I do feel more in control now um, of what I'm saying and uh, and how I'm saying it. For those of you who who haven't met Carl, he is like the most you know hospitable person, and I'm sure I speak for all of us that we just felt so welcomed into his world. Like he was so warm and so generous with his advice, and just so open. Um, you've heard him share his story very openly here, and yeah, he's been really just so genuine and authentic. I'm glad it's had that impact on you. And I certainly don't mean to catch you off, but I just wanted to jump onto something that you said there about really changing your perspective of the spoken word. I'm assuming, and I know you shouldn't assume for various reasons, but but I'm assuming it's also changed your, not only how you view the spoken word, but how you see the spoken word and the written word married together or melding together maybe is a better better term to use when need be because the two can go together nicely it's just making sure that they do meet nicely at some point there's a certain formality even if you're being casual that you have to keep the reader moving them forward in that light with the spoken word you can be as casual as you want to be and the listener will hear it differently but because of how we read versus how we listen, they're two completely different things. And we've trained, we've been, we, or we've been trained, I guess is the best way to put it. We've been trained to look at things differently. So we can read, but if we read text that's been written conversationally, it will almost seem disjointed or a little bit awkward. So when you're writing conversationally, there's still a certain f- structure to it. And when you're writing for the I, it's different. 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, if in the written word, we tend to try to give almost more of an impression of a conversation. It, you might have four, six lines of dialogue, maybe eight if it's a fairly significant conversation, but then you often tend to summarize in the next couple of paragraphs or you've maybe summarized a bit in the previous paragraphs. Um, whereas here we're getting every single line of dialogue without those descriptions in the middle. And uh, yeah, so, <laughs> and speaking of, you know, not telling the audience everything, I mean, we, we didn't write this out at all. And, and we, you know, now know each other well enough that we can have this conversation without, you know, scripting every single word. And I think that it's much more effective that way. That's been really hard for me. <laughs> um, and there's, there's a lot of Carl being my security blanket as I was trying to let go of my script and those written words and take that big leap into the spoken word world. I know we're fairly early on. If you're, if you're listening to this episode, you know, further on down the line with where Catherine's at with her podcast and you're hearing this, you're probably hearing a huge growth from where she is now to where she is from when this episode was recorded and made live. But you're right. It's a huge transformation. It's very empowering when you can have a conversation. And you're right. Okay. You told the audience our big secret. We didn't script this out. I don't even think we went in with real questions we were going to ask. Life isn't scripted. So neither should your conversations be, and neither should, should your dialogue be. Same as if I can you know, use this analogy too, you wouldn't want to script your Facebook lives out, or you wouldn't want to script out all of your podcast episodes for the same reason. You wouldn't want to script out all of the workshops that you deliver as a business person or entrepreneur, because then where's the human element and where are, you know, we talked early about the power of the story and, and Catherine did a whole series on that, but where do you bring in those stories if you scripted anything? But moreover, how do people get the real version of you if you've scripted everything? Yes. They don't. <laughs> Definitely bringing out the real version of you is key in writing content for our businesses in, in both of what we do, my writing and your podcasting, because really those authentic connections are what creates the support. It creates positive connections. It builds your network. People come to know, like, and trust you. They become clients. And then they're so delighted to work with you as this beautiful, authentic person who is serving them from a really wonderful place of just being desiring to serve. And that's, I think, where the true power of storytelling lies in creating those authentic connections. They're not about making money, growing the bottom line, or just, you know, making our shareholders money. They're about genuinely serving people and genuinely connecting with people. I mean, it's ideal if it's your story, but if you need to incorporate somebody else's story to enhance whatever it is that you're sharing with your audience, as long as it's reflective of you know, either your brand or your values or what your position is, it's about the connection. And that's why stories. And I think that without stories, I think about this logically, where would the entertainment be? Where would at the recording of this, I, th I think we're around the time of a friend's reunion. Where would that whole legacy be? 
or the Star Wars franchise or any of those if there wasn't a story. If it was just factual of, you know, spaceships and gun blasts and, you know, robots and all of those things. Speaking of Star Wars, not Friends. But even on the Friends side, if it was just coffee shops and meetings in people's living rooms and cooking a turkey dinner, like it would not have the same impact. So there's a story that needs to be there. Your story is a great example of why I do this. I mean, back when we were networking in person, I had all these conversations in in smaller groups at networking events and, and people would share their story much like you did with us today. And it just struck me that, wow, if your prospects and your clients knew this story, your phone would never stop ringing, your inbox would be full, your calendar would be booked. You've just got to tell this story because it's so powerful. And so many of the speakers and coaches and entrepreneurs that I work with have a very similar story to yours. They've had some problem in their life, whether that was about business or about speaking or about a health problem. They have found a way to overcome it, and now they've created a business that's completely based on sharing that solution with others from a place of genuinely wanting to help and genuinely wanting to save others that suffering, I guess, or struggle that they went through themselves. And so I just love telling those stories. They're amazing stories to tell, and you're right. Everyone has a story, and it doesn't have to be... Some people think that their story isn't relevant. I used to think that of my story. I would not tell my story or I would tell the Coles notes, the condensed version of it until I had a coach, Diana Lidstone. We've both worked with Diana and she said, you have to tell more of that story. And I went, "Mm, do I want to, do I want to be that vulnerable in front of an audience or on stage or in written form? Do I really want to do that? And the answer is yes. You don't have to do that with every story. If you've gotten over some adversity or had some trauma in your life, and you can't, for whatever reason, tell the full story, at least tell enough of the story. So people then, they're looking to know that you're a real person. And I have seen and heard some stories that are just horrific. Everything from, you know, abduction to human trafficking you don't have to tell the whole story. And I think we've touched on that already, but you have to tell enough of the story so people know it's real. When I started telling my stuttering story, my stuttering story was, I used to stutter when I was a kid, two years of speech therapy. Here's what I learned. The stuttering when I was a kid, yeah, that's relevant. But the bigger part of that story is how did it make me feel and how did I move past it? And what was some of the things that I went through in that? People need to hear that. They don't need to know what time I went to speech therapy. They don't need to know that it was Wednesday afternoons. I don't even remember what day it was, to be quite honest. And I tell the story of Ivan only because that sinks in my brain as somebody, because a lot of people will draw a comparison. They'll say, well, I'm glad I don't have it as bad as, but you still have a story. You still have something in you, regardless of what it is, whether it's a health challenge, whether it's, as I said, whether it's something extremely traumatic, whether it's stuttering, whether it's something from uh, something else from childhood, all of those things are part of your story. They've led you to where you are today. Certainly, if they're relevant to your business, they should be part of that story. And they probably are relevant to your business in some sense. But they really need to hear, I think the bigger message here is they really need to hear the authentic you. And the best way to do that is to share either your story or certainly a strong story that supports what you're saying, for sure. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think you made a really key point there about how you feel being central mm-hmm. to the story or how you felt those circumstances were occurring. And mm-hmm. I think that's so much more important than, like you said, the actual details of, you know, what time of day this occurred or, I mean, it's great to give a couple of things to set the scene, but don't get bogged down in the details. It's really the emotion conveying that emotion that's going to make that story connect with others, make it memorable, allow people to really identify with it. And even if, for example, I've never struggled with stuttering, but I can identify with the emotions of having an obstacle, of feeling frustrated, of feeling not seen, of whatever it is, I've had other circumstances in my life that brought out those same emotions. And that's, you know, a really strong connection there. And when people are looking for someone to work with who really can support them, they want those shared values, those shared experiences. And when I see or hear, I guess I should say, because I'm not reading, I'm listening to you. (laughs) Um, When I hear how you responded to those challenges and rose above them like that says so much about your character and it says so much about how you're going to serve me and by the way how you do serve me as a client because I am a client of your lovely platinum podcast production services so thank Thank you you. because I get to have these wonderful conversations and then Carl just does everything else and it's awesome so (laughs) thank you that's another part of the empowering piece that I feel much more capable of doing it because I'm not dealing with all the background stuff I'm dealing with the part that really inspires me and that's those conversations and connections and stories And I know you have so many more conversations you'll be having as you move the podcast forward. And I think you were rhyming down the list the other day of who you have lined up. And I think you tossed 20 names out. I'm like, that's a good start. That's a really good start. That's a huge part of this. And uh, I thank you so much for inviting me to, to join you today and share a little piece of myself with that. So again, Carl, thanks so much for being here. And uh, if people do want to learn more about podcasting, where could they reach you? Absolutely. Uh, I have a Facebook group to begin with. Uh, It's called Podcast Launch Made Simple. That's a great community to be a part of. We have, oh, probably close to or just over 600 members. So invite you to be a part of that. Ask Carl at carlspeaks.ca and carlspeaks.ca is the website. I'll make sure that I pass that information to you, Catherine, so we can uh, have those in the show notes for people. That's great. I will definitely get all that info in the show notes notes. Thanks for listening today. I hope you found some inspiration for your creativity. Please join me next time for more about how words and stories enhance your brand to create the right connection. Thanks for listening to The Right Connection. If you have a question for Catherine, reach out to her by sending her an email, Catherine at CatherineBurrowsCreative.com or visit her website, CatherineBurrowsCreative.com. And don't forget to follow Catherine on social media. Until next time, thanks again for listening to The Right Connection.